0: Thanks for listening to The Koi Pond
1: on Podcast One.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't fake it, just bust a move.
2: This
0: joint is gonna get you in the mood. Yo!
2: It's
0: The Koi Pond. Um, alright. This is, this is, uh... Oh, first of all, good morning, Kalen.
2: Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm
0: good, man. It's fun to, uh, see Kalen late. Uh, to the studio <laughs> just, that's barely late. just barely late barely that's late. what he calls it just barely late but it was fun to see everybody here on time and then Caitlin's like hey ah <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> yeah uh, let me get my keys like he didn't even have an excuse <laughs>
3: he's
0: the best uh, uh, are you done it, doing your push-ups? Is I'm that done your doing new my thing? Push-ups, man. So Chase has this new morning ritual that he does, and uh, and he wants to share it with everybody that's out there right now that's listening out in the in the cubicles or maybe uh, at your workplace yeah. uh, just before your meetings, your morning meetings. Mm-hmm. Those meetings are bullshit, by the way. Yeah. Nothing ever gets accomplished. Yeah. Uh You know, you look you you don't look forward to going to those meetings, and there's a reason why because it's bullshit. <laughs> Nobody in that fucking meeting cares about the whatever it is that you guys want to discuss. Uh, how can we increase sales? Knowing is a fuck. <laughs> Knowing is a fuck. Everybody in that room can't wait for the bagels to come out mm-hmm. because meetings always means bagels. Yeah. Right? Bagels and then that, that little carton container of coffee. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's always there. And then that, that fucking uh, community cheese, uh, no, the cream cheese spread. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That so everyone stuck a yeah. fork in, right? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's probably stuck that fork in something else. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, right, not for the sure. fork, but a knife. For sure. And you just keep, yo, know, I get at least two of those bagels. <laughs> I get two of those bagels. That's all I worry about. You come late, you come late to the meeting, guess what's left in the bagel rack? Name the fucking shitty bagel that's left.
1: Oh, onion. That onion, mm. the poppy seed deal? The onion one. Yeah. And I'm not an onion onion you're not a,
0: okay so you're not an onion guy well that's weird because i'd be the guy that gets the onion i'm the guy that
3: gets the idea <laughs> what's the one that's left the uh, whole wheat go yeah, fuck yourself <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye
0: <laughs> you make those
1: <laughs>
0: and i think sourdough is only good if there's a toaster
1: Oh yeah, for sure. There's something about
0: heat and sourdough. It becomes delicious.
1: Yeah, raw sourdough. Raw sourdough. Good. Not where the party's at. Yeah,
0: you can lick a wall and it'll taste better. (laughs) Put cream cheese
3: on a wall. It's the same texture, same flavor. And that uh, the taste sticks around all day, right? Yeah, man. If you eat a raw one, yes, it's just yeah.
1: Yeah, candy's good. Sour bread, eh. no,
3: not good. Eh.
1: No, no. I like
0: sourdough as long as it's heated it up to or toasted. toasted or grilled.
1: Toasted, like yeah. a
0: grilled cheese with
3: sourdough
1: bread. Oh my god! Or the Jack in the Box sourdough. No, that thing. used to be
3: my favorite. Jack in the Box. Oh,
1: that that was the go-to. That was the go-to. What was it called? What it was it called? It's called the sourdough Jack. Sourdough Jack. Jack. Genius, right? right?
0: It was genius. Yeah. And he dipped it in their uh, their uh, Jack uh,
3: sauce. They did call it ranch. <laughs> and it I'm sure called, it, I'm sure it had two cubes of butter on it. Oh. For sure, yeah. bro. Yeah.
0: For sure. If it, the ultimate ingredient is butter, bro. Yeah. That solves
3: every problem. That's solves every culinary it's, problem. Yeah. Every
0: culinary problem. Add butter, bro. Yeah. That's it. Add bro. You you can stick you can stick butter and coffee. You know what you get? Butter coffee. <laughs> <laughs> this coffee is so much butter. <laughs> What's
3: up, Dre? What's up, man? I'm chilling. And then uh your daughter okay? Good, everything's, everything's good, man. Okay. Things looks good. I talked to her, and uh, they had a lip sync battle last night, which is- the, In the hospital? <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> out you know, of the, the hospital. Team, she was never in the hospital. She it had was like, surgery was, last like, week. It was an outpatient. Like I, She sent me a video. She was walking normal the same they day. They do knee surgery same day,
0: same day now?
3: Yeah. Are the and and fuck? Our, two, two tiny holes. Boom, boom, done. And wow. they
0: fixed it.
3: Yep. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, man.
0: I thought this was a career-ending injury. It's they they the saved se- it's it?
3: It's not the 70s.
0: <laughs> there was no one standing around the table going, Scalpel?
3: <laughs> Move
0: that light closer to the knee.
3: <laughs> These goddamn glasses. Do we have a Sawzall? There's blood all <laughs> over his face mask. <laughs>
0: Mr. Simmons, we're going to have to amputate. (laughs) What? What It's a sprain. It's a fucking sprain, man. (laughs) Uh, She's going to be hopping around in no time. (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? It was an experimental procedure. (laughs) We try to we try to operate with a butter knife. Why were we wrong? The knife broke off inside her knee. What? You used a plastic knife?
3: What what type of wood would you like for this leg? <laughs> we have this one called the Jack Sparrow. What the fuck? She's an athlete. We also have it in mahogany. What? That's expensive. <laughs> Mahogany. is <Mahogany's> expensive. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So, anyways, let me get back to – I digress. I'm sorry. I just wanted to, I forgot that I had to ask uh, uh, Andre how AJ's doing. And I'm glad she's in good health. And she still has her uh, degree uh, – not degree, uh, her uh, scholarship. Absolutely. They can't take that away from her, can they? can. can. They? Oh, they my can. God. They
3: can. Um, that the hurts, The scholarships bro. are written. Um, it's definitely all in favor of the university. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, uh.
0: You know, here's 15. the thing about universities it's a multi billion dollar industry. Um, if you recruit some, uh, girl that needs help going to college and she, uh, snaps her knee during practice. Hook her up with an education. <laughs> Hook her up. Hook the bitch <laughs> up. Hook her up. <laughs> Hook her up. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Give her a side job. Gatorade girl. Jersey, Jersey basket girl. She she goes down the lockers with a basket. Throw your jersey. In. Give her fucking something. Or the jersey gun. When yeah, she the, the jersey crowd. gun. Yeah, you shoot the complimentary T-shirts yeah. up to the three hundred section. Those poor.
2: Fox, that ain't
3: paying for shit.
0: Nope. You're gonna let this girl back on the street. They really? send her home.
3: Send you home. They
0: send you home with a fucking knee and a thank you. <laughs> oh, you can keep the jersey. Go fuck yourself.
3: <laughs> what kind of shit is that? What is that? It's called capitalism.
0: But is it? Uh, yes,
3: <laughs> that's exactly what it is.
0: Nobody can do a hookup. No one can do a hookup. You're a billionaire. You can't do a hookup, right? Yeah, I've seen Oprah Winfrey give away five million dollars on one show one day. It was all underneath everyone's fucking chair. Look under your chair—a diamond ring, yeah, keys to a fucking Civic. Now you know what I'm talking about. I'm not making this up. Yeah, you can't give one girl or one guy a free scholarship if they injure themselves during
3: practice. You really have to fight the legalities. A lot of schools do, but there are some that uh, you know (sighs) that. I, I, they just, they I, just I that wouldn't even if I was the dean, I couldn't even
0: do that. If I found out that something uh. happened, my heart would fall out of my
3: chest. Right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Especially when you know the numbers in the books. You know the dean knows the numbers. He looks at it every day and masturbates like, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> A massage in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if you have or she, yeah, the dean, the she. How's that? Yeah. I made mean, yeah. the dean a guy or, or the female dean, either one, the dean. Yeah, here's the female dean. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I'm getting a massage down under i don't even know what that meant no, what? you know how all the women like uh thunder from down yeah, under?
3: Yeah. i don't know what i was thinking i knew i knew what you meant but it, did, I, it didn't yeah. sound good yeah it sounded yeah. stupid that didn't even sound right that was so dumb i mean but especially if they look at like if you have big time football yeah at your school oh come, come on 90, people a game,
0: a game. You know Tennessee, I think has over one hundred and ten thousand. It becomes the world. Uh, it becomes the biggest population in uh, in Tennessee.
3: You know, like I, the biggest,
0: it's like the, it's a city. It becomes a city that day.
3: You know, I tried to figure out how much revenue a football game makes, and I, and I just and I just stopped because can't. The, because the math was too high. It's like counting hair on your chin. <laughs> I was like, I was like ninety five thousand times whatever no, the fuck you can't. your ticket you cost. I was wow. like. Plus, TV revenue, concession, TV
0: revenue. I think would probably be the least amount. Yeah, but you probably still add that on. Yeah, you tack that on, but you know, goddamn well, they make a ton of money on
3: beer. Yep,
0: yep. What is it, Kalen? What's the actual number?
3: Uh, are you talking about basketball stadiums or college? College football. College. Football. Oh, college. I just saw kids. it was Syracuse, a hundred and five thousand. Hundred
0: five thousand for Syracuse. What about Tennessee? I thought Tennessee was the biggest. I thought Tennessee was like a hundred, like twenty thousand It's so enormous.
1: Hundred twenty thousand for what? Like, for
0: one game, they pull in that many people. What? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. College football. College football. That's the reason why they don't put any names on the back of those jerseys. Number one t- is Michigan Stadium at 107,000. 107,000 wow. people.
3: Per, per game.
0: game. Per game. Per game. And you know there's that one asshole with their left blinker on that takes forever to drive out of the goddamn parking lot, <laughs> just fucking up for 107,000 people. <laughs> Tennessee is at number
1: five with 102,000.
0: 102,000. Number five. Can you believe that?
1: How so, many games are we talking? ish what, what wow. like five a year five home games maybe five. five to
0: five to six right wow home games right I don't know how many games in the yeah. season uh, check this out so this is uh, Chase's back to Chase's morning ritual okay and for all you you know like I said this <laughs> is the beginning of uh, this show is I was trying to start off you know something positive a little morning ritual if you're about to go into your meeting if you're about to uh, start your day. You know, open the register. Right. You're about to open the register. You're stop <laughs> You're you're cleaning up the sales floor. Whatever it is that you're about to do, mm-hmm. uh, prepping the eggs, uh, getting the bacon out. Uh, what else is some morning stuff? Uh, changing the.
4: Uh, yeah, it's it's changing it to
0: your chi- no it's changing it right. to your uh, ro- robe, your lab, your, robe. Lab your lab robe lab robe. If you're a chemist, for if all you're the a chemist, out there. <laughs> there's a lot of chemists still there's not they're not all of them are unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of homeless dudes with lab coats on. I used to be big in the 70s.
1: (laughs) And most importantly, washing your hands. No matter what your job is. Washing your hands. But this
0: is uh, Chase's (laughs) morning ritual. Uh, And I want everyone that's listening to listen right now. This should help you. Go for it. Go For it, just
1: hop down and do some push ups. Hop down,
0: that's and it? do Some push ups, that's, that's all it. he had. And he made it sound so lackluster. Just hop down, you couldn't do could just make it sound more. What you
1: want to do is you want to find your you want to just find it in you, muster up whatever you yes. got, yes, lay yeah, down day. on the ground, yeah and just max out on your push-ups. Yeah. Just do as many as you possibly can yeah. until you can't anymore. Yeah mm-hmm. there's something about that push-up man, there's something about that pushup.
0: yeah, man it gets your heart rate going. Uh, your chest starts to swell up all the blood goes to your uh, to that muscle, your pectoral muscle, mm-hmm. you start to straighten your back. Mm-hmm. you stand a little straighter. you feel a more you feel a little bit more confident. yeah, but you know what else when you, after you do like 100 push-ups, You think you can kick someone's ass? You know what I mean? Like, you you feel a little stronger inside, and there's that one annoying person at work. You're like, man, fucking say something, bro. Say something right now. I just did 37 (laughs) push-ups. Say something. Say something. Try me. Try me. Today's not the day, bro. I'm stronger than you. There's blood in my chest, bro. <laughs> My heart is racing,
3: bro. <laughs> Try me. You know there's an easier way to get there. How? Four shots of espresso.
0: <gasps> bro, I- four spot four shots of espresso is equivalent to about 200 push ups. Yeah, really? <laughs> For sure, bro. Liquid push ups. In fact, that is the name of my energy drink. Liquid, Liquid pushups. Liquid push ups, bro. That's like a new that's like a new thing from uh from Monster.
3: <laughs> Liquid push ups. Liquid push ups. Like it's like it.
0: Mountain Dew, the Mountain Dew blue. Uh huh. That's gonna be like like Red Bull, Red Bull push up. Like I'll be the new p-
3: <laughs> I like it.
0: It feels like you just did two hundred push ups, man. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, I'm going to write that down. Red Bull. That's dope. See? It makes you do more push-ups. Yeah, man. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I was watching Netflix last night before mm-hmm. I went to sleep. I always do that. I fall asleep about two thirty, three o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning, sometimes 4, almost 5. <laughs> and, um, and I'm not even joking. I get stuck in a Netflix whirlpool, man. I go to documentaries and I'm done. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I am. I can watch a documentary on anything, man. I really can. It. It's interesting. I'm like, whoa, really? He used to eat peanut butter, and it's like <laughs> he didn't look like a peanut butter guy. So, uh, bro, I'm watching Quincy Jones. There's a new documentary called Quincy. Uh-huh. Bro, I mean, this man shits on shit. You can't. You can't. Fuck with Quincy Jones. Yeah, I always knew Quincy Jones from from Michael Jackson. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Off the Wall, and of course Thriller. Like I, you know, you remember that logo, the Q that that was at the bottom of the album.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Bro, I had no idea what this man did. No. Yeah. So. What would he do? Everything. What? Everything. Movie scores. Orchestra. Oh yeah, went to France and and learned learned under the 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 Queen of orchestras on how to prepare and write orchestras. There's, he lived there there's for a two queen years. Queen of orchestras. Yeah, I forget her name, man. But she was literally the. Or is that an actual t- title? Well, yeah. yeah. They, he gave her like the. It was something like the Queen. Like she was the. She was the kind of like Aretha Franklin's Queen
3: of Soul. Queen of Soul. It, yeah, she, she okay, was like the got queen. It, exactly. Got it.
0: But even more more than that, you know, there was Soul before. Uh, Aretha Franklin, you know what I mean? Like this woman was kind of like she was the god. I can't re- I can't remember her name. Watch okay. watch watch the documentary. But Quincy had to learn. He had to learn from her, and he literally wow. left his family, went to f- France for two years, and literally sat and learned how to orchestrate and organize and compose, write like it's a language. They got this one scene. Everything was documented, by the way. They have everything documented. They show him just writing a score. You know the notes? Yeah, he wrote music notes like uh, it was cursive. And he's just – Wow. You know, like putting a square here and then a little note here and then this here. Like literally writing it like it was cursive. Wow. Across the board. I mean there's – he was was literally – that was his Matrix. Yeah. You didn't speak that language. Yeah, yeah. you really didn't, man. And it it was to the point, man. He was, bro. You got to see. Uh, anyways, I'm preaching too much, but I, you got to watch Quincy because anyone that thinks they've worked hard, you t- you haven't even touched the surface of work, man. Wow, this man shits on anybody, anybody. And this is back in the day where you had to really bring a goddamn string quartet <laughs> into the studio, wow. right? You had to, all the way up until the late 70s, uh, late almost early 80s. They were still throwing in string section, horn section, everything.
1: And it sounded so full. Bro. It sounded so
0: Bro. Full. Have you heard Rock With You? Right. It's may. It's a symphony. Yeah. It really is. You can literally watch a symphony and they play Rock With You. I don't even know if it's called a symphony. Whatever. The, the whole... The whatever they're called, are they called a band? Whatever they're called, I don't know what a they're band, called. An, orchestra. I think an was orchestra, an orchestra, yeah, bro. Uh, this man, I'm telling you, man. Anyways, this dude was a living cat. <laughs> hmm? He is. He had nine lies, bro. Oh, this motherfucker should have died nine times. Legit, what?
1: Legit should have died, bro. <laughs> and he just got up and kept going. Got up and started writing music, man. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: had an aneurysm in in the eighties. You know, like like you said, I, think you I know, remember that.
3: Yeah, I where think.
0: they had to cut his whole head open. You ever see that scar across the forehead of Quincy Jones? Oh, it looks yeah. like the letter. Looks like a, a, an A. Like it's they had to cut his whole head off. Like cut his whole like skull open and take care of that aneurysm. And then when they found that aneurysm, there was another aneurysm. Wow. And they were like, that, sh- that shit's about to explode in a couple of weeks, bro. They told him that. Wow. After he survived, wow. they were like, hey, we're about to, you know, there's another one in there, and we're going to have to get that. Bro, one out of a hundred die from, from aneurysms. And uh, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. This guy, just he wrote so much. He, he His brain is just, like I said, it was modern day uh, for for him back then before computers. Yeah. That was his matrix, bro. He spoke a wow. language no one ever spoke. He worked with every fucking body, man. They showed a picture of his, uh, his, uh, his office. You know, it looks like a mansion, by the way, and it's just covered in albums, just platinum albums everywhere, bro. Damn, everywhere. They always ask. They always ask Quincy to produce because uh, any project they always go, hey Quincy, can you produce it? Because they know he'll get them there. He'll get anybody there. It's a phone call. Wow. They had this one, uh, this one scene. Uh, anyways, I won't keep talking about it, but it's just it was inspirational, man. It made me like last night. I was just like, okay. No, I right.
3: saw that. I saw it up there, but I didn't want to get into it because yeah. I was like, I'm going to be up all night watching this. Yeah. It it's one bit. of
0: those. Yeah. 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 It, and it's long, bro. It's two and a half hours, I think, or yeah. something over two hours. But I'm going to check it out, definitely. And I don't think it's enough. It's not enough, man. You still want bro, more? Bro, he, he has so much that Michael Jackson was only seven minutes.
3: Damn. And Michael what? Jackson is what was, put him on the map. That was a huge part, yeah.
0: Michael Jackson is what made him world, worldly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's not a, it's not enough time for all of them, like what wow. he did for Frank Sinatra. Did you know he fucking wrote Frank Sinatra's best album? I did not know that. I did not know that. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Frank, Frank was listening to a Count Basie album and saw that it was orchestrated by... Uh, Quincy Quincy Jones. Jones. And he just called Quincy and he was like, I need you on my next album. And this is during the time where black guys were not allowed to work with white guys. Wow. Not allowed. Not allowed to go to Vegas and work. Not allowed. And Frank was like, this dude is coming everywhere with me. (laughs) And his band. His black band. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. It was good, man. It was so goddamn good. It was so good. yo. (laughs) Anyone listening to me, if you think life is hard, please watch Quincy. You ain't done shit. (laughs) You haven't done shit. This dude worked his brain so hard that it blew up twice. (laughs) It blew up twice and he survived it. And during the documentary, he almost dies twice in the documentary. Wow. And I had no idea Rashida Jones was his daughter.
3: <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? Well, yeah. I kind of yeah. knew. Yeah. but it was
0: kind of like it was so cute because she was the one narrating yeah, yeah. And, and walking him through. Oh and, wow, you know what I mean? It's it's cool, man. Anyways, that's my that's you know what that's my, that's my that's my Netflix. That's my new thing. My Netflix suggestion of the week. Watch it. It's inspirational. It's not you don't even have. He wrote for everybody. He wrote everything, wow. every movie you can think of that had scores that were kind of like, that sounds good. It's probably Quincy's <laughs> that good. You ain't done shit yet. I ain't done shit yet. You want to, you want to set, set a bar. You want to, you want a level that, that you want to reach. Then just try and reach Quincy. If you're not there yet, then you're, you haven't started working yet. You haven't even touched the fucking surface, man. Right? No, you're right, that's man. That's how you look at it, mm-hmm. man. You know you've done something when Dr. Dre walks into your studio and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally. That's exactly what Dr. Dre was saying. And that was only one wall.
1: <laughs>
0: one wall. And he was
1: like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> like, I knew you, but I didn't know you like that. Wow. You did all that? Damn.
0: Like that. Like that. I didn't even know. And then they started playing like some instrumental shit. And I was like, yo, I know that one. Right. And I'm like, oh, right. Dre took that one. Yeah. Like he has so <laughs> many beats, bro. Talk about beats. You know these cats do beats on their on their computers. Mm-hmm. This dude did beats in his head. In his head. There were no there was no like violin section off to the left. And he goes, All right, now I'll do this real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, you can can press a button and hear a
3: sample of what you want to fuck with. He had to pull together a whole, he had to put the whole thing together together. with with people. And keep in mind that people talk back. People have attitudes. That's a whole different level of production. Yeah. Because you got to take 20, maybe 20 people. Yep. And make that all come together to create this sound. Yeah. Now, now it's like, oh, I can do this on these on these machines. But what's crazy? Is, what's crazy
0: is he invites all these, you know, the best, the best, you know, best violinists, the best, blah blah blah, into it. And then he hands him the sheet music, and then he get, he starts recording. But my whole thing is, he's like, hey, you see this? It's going to sound good, which means he already heard it in his, his head. head. Wow. Mm.
1: <laughs> That's a legit composer. Yeah. That's a composer. He's our Mozart. He's our. Mo- he's right.
0: our Beethoven. Wow. That's what that dude is. That's what Quincy Jones is. That's why when he calls, they come. It's it's so cool to see it, man. He's a really Seattle local. guy too. Is he? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. His dad moved Bradfield, to Seattle. High School. He's from South Side uh Chicago from the thirties. Right. But uh he he moved up to Seattle so his dad could work on the boats, man. That's how they got work. Wow. All the ships that were coming in, they yeah. were hiring anybody that knew how to wrench. And his dad knew how to work a tool, man. That's pretty cool. He's only got one son. He's got seven kids, dude. He's pretty badass. Uh, shit, I ain't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> ain't per- done perspective, shit. right? I woke up today and I was just like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> what? Am- Not here. Like, like bad. Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I acting tired? This dude was on another level. Yeah. Never slept. Anyways, that was fun. That's what I want to talk about, man. Let's talk about motivational shit. Yeah. Things that'll inspire you. That's what you should feed yourself. Every damn day, feed yourself with inspiration, man. I, I know sometimes you get sucked into, into like a, a wormhole of negativity. I catch myself doing it too. And I know I say this a lot on my on my show, but man, if you could just, when you know you're doing it, just find something positive to look at every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's easy, if you're having problems trying to look for inspirational shit, just Google hummingbird and just watch videos of watch watch a hummingbird feed itself. You're like, God damn! This dude is flapping his wings at a million miles per hour just to sip something for some sip for some sip from a house that he doesn't even know about. He's stealing
3: just to survive, bro. It's all perspective, man. Yeah, bro. It's all perspective. Like you're you, you look at things that you're struggling with and then you look at somebody else's or some other thing in this world struggling, and you go, eh, it's not yeah, that, that, that not ain't that bad. Shit. That it's not ain't that bad. Shit not that bad. Yeah. Not that bad. I mm-hmm. can keep I can keep mm-hmm. pushing through this.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And what also makes you stronger just like surrounding yourself with other people who are masters of their craft, people yes. who are trying to do it, and if you and if you don't know anybody that's doing it, start researching those Research. people and surround yourself with yes. that, with that energy, with those people, bro.
0: Let me give you a. a, a that's such a great. Thank right? you for saying that. Let me give you a, a perfect example of negative motherfuckers that you work with it in the office. Okay, I, I go to you know I go to my bank and make a deposit, and there's this beautiful young lady. And she's like, oh, my God, I love your work, blah, blah, blah. And then she finally, the other day, yesterday, she goes – Oh, by the way, she complimented you. She loves you. Oh. And she was like, it's Chase coming. Where is he? He's so funny. And I'm like, hey, bitch, he opens for me. Slow down. <laughs> I said that internally. I said that internally. But she was just like, yeah, I want to be a comedian, blah, 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 But, you know, she's I'm being helped by another teller. So she moved into her space. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know if the other teller was trying to be funny. But, you know, those negative funny people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of annoying. But, like. She was going, "Yeah, I'm funny. Like I, you know, I make everybody here laugh, right?" And then the 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 other two tellers like, "Yeah, she's she's funny." And then the one that she was saying that she was like, "No, she's annoying." Like, "Ugh." And just like that type of shit. Yeah. You know I mean, even if you don't like girl, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you got a problem with girl, like that's not that's not for you. That's not for you to do. That who who left you in charge of bringing somebody fucking down?
1: But you're also bringing everybody else down. Yeah, Just you taking bring, all the gas out gas,
0: of the fucking yeah. You gassed out the fucking work <laughs> environment. <laughs> yeah, like she's she's spunky. Like I'm there. I'm a I'm a customer. You know what I mean? She's indirectly complimenting me. You're fucking it all up.
1: Yeah, you
0: know what I mean? And that's that's a perfect example of negative energy. You know, you know who she is as a person already. You can't fix that. That bitch is going to be negative her whole life. Mm-hmm. She's going to be in front of a TV at seventy years old with like pistachio shells on her belly. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just miserable, <laughs> just eating a bag of pistachio shells, watching Wheel of Fortune at seventy, just fucking shells on her fucking. Uh. <laughs> These fucking puzzles are hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. It, no, it no, just no. she she really like it upset me. It yeah. really did. You know what I mean? Like this girl, like maybe yeah, maybe she is. Mm-hmm. Maybe she isn't. Maybe whatever the fuck it is. At least she's got a dream. And at least she's being vocal about it. What the fuck is it that you want to do with your life? <laughs> that you got to be the one to shit on someone else's dream. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate it. Cause the way she did it too was snotty. It was snotty. Yeah. It was mean. It wasn't funny. You know, you had a little bit of negative. There was something in there. There was under, there was under, there was something underneath what
3: you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it was, not,
3: it's probably her own fear of, yeah. of not chasing her own her shit. Her own. So, and she
0: can't be vocal about it. She yeah. can't be, you're right. And right. so what she
3: does is like, it's like, I'm going to put a damper on your shit because yeah, I, I'm afraid to chase my own.
1: Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the loudest voice in her head. Yeah. And she let it take over her body enough to it actually was, say some bro, shit. Bro, it was
0: mean, man. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable. It, it ended nowhere.
3: To the point where I was like, all right, you guys, I'll see you later. Like, it was so whack let's play a hypothetical okay let's say that let's say that you're you're in there and you are who you are that's that's all legit but then let's say you were going to give her a shot yeah you had a, you had a thought in your mind to give this girl a shot like you know what i really like this girl she's i like her energy yeah i would never put her on no 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 that's okay not what, that's not what i oh, I'm I'm mean i'm, not, I'm saying that, that's the hypothetical okay. let's just say that that was the case right okay and then here comes the negative the negative chick yeah that brings all that down says one thing yeah. and then now you go yeah maybe not do you, oh, do you do you
0: understand what i'm saying yeah you meaning you meaning maybe i agree oh, oh 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 i see what you're saying she convinced me not to
3: right is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. if if that were if that were the case like that's a hypothet- hypothetical yeah. i i know you, i'm not saying that you would i'm saying that if that was the case, if you were thinking that way, yeah, she would have she would have killed the, she would have killed the whole you
0: thing. Pro- yeah, you know what I mean? Imagine if that was that imagine if it that was that girl's chance. Let me give you an example. That's, I was watching big, big I was big. watching Quincy Jones, okay? And I go back to Quincy because here's a perfect example. He was looking for someone for the color purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you, you didn't know that was his movie, right? I didn't know. Yeah, that. well now you know. And not only was it his movie, he fucking wrote the score. That's how good he is. And he got Steven Spielberg to fucking direct it. He's that good. So, um, wow. yeah, it's, he's amazing. Wow. But he was looking for the Oprah Winfrey character. Mm-hmm. They couldn't cast that character. And he was in Chicago visiting, right? And he, in his hotel room, he clicks on the TV and Oprah's local show at the time, local. I don't even think it was really national yet. Or maybe it was, barely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's like, that's my character. That's who it is right there. Oprah's never acted before. He's just, I know that's the one, right? Now, imagine if he did that and someone negative goes, oh, she's just a fucking horrible talk show host. <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: Imagine if he did that in front of like uh, uh, the housekeeper cleaning his room, a negative housekeeper. Yeah. Oh, she's just, oh God, she's horrible. And God, uh, she's so annoying and not likable and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's not for you. Exactly.
3: Yeah. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, exactly. no, yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree
0: yeah. with you 100%. Thank God he discovered her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because look what she ended up being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that chance was given. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I hate people like that. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you to fuck but with someone's destiny or, or, yeah. or, or dream or
1: anything? But Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and you know what? You were on the same... Vibrational frequency of energy that everybody else was yes. on in there as the cool, yeah. fun lady, as everybody else there. Everyone. And then you saw somebody else from the devil, another bro. fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> the devil.
0: That bitch is the devil.
1: It's just in the out of sync. I completely out, out of, of sync. sync. Yeah. Like, out oh, you sync. come from that world? Yeah. We're not in that we're world. Not, we're not That's even in not over why there. I come to this bank. Yeah. Who are you?
3: She <laughs> <Who laughs> so didn't even you? have the awareness. To know that she was out of sync. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know if you ever absolutely. walk into a room and like, if you ever walk into a room and then, you know, there's a conversation going on? Yeah. And then you're like, I'm going to wait the conversation out. Yeah. Because yes. I'm not on that wave. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, You don't yeah. just walk 100%. in 100%. You don't just walk in and start with your bullshit. Yeah, man. Because yeah. that's what you want.
1: We're all playing double duds. You got to wait for your chance to <laughs> jump in Christ. and I, I never I
3: never <laughs> Yo,
1: I'm not I'm not a
0: big guy or anything, but I'm big with my voice, man. Yeah, and when yeah. I'm not feeling you, dude, I this is before I I you know, I was doing you know, before I got who I am right now. Mm-hmm. Like when I was working at Northern Rag whatever, if there was somebody that I was not agreeing with. I let them know, and I always did it in front of people. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always, man. Like, yo, bye. Yeah. Yo, this, is, this isn't this is here for you. You need to go over there. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere else, bro. We're having fun, man. Bye. Have a bad day. Have a bad day. We're having a good day over here.
1: That's That's what we're having right now. That's a good thing to say. You know what? We're having a good day over
0: here. Don't don't worry about it. I see where you're coming from, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the forecast said partly cloudy, so uh, (laughs) move. Move clouds. Fucking rainy-ass clouds. See, I want everyone at at, at work right now listening to this right now. I want you to do it right now. I I, I want everyone to hear this right now, and then everyone, at work just move their head towards that one negative person <laughs> yeah you know I me mean? like they all just look at you motherfucker that's who he's talking about go eat that onion bagel <laughs> talk about positive people man you know you know this 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 pod is so much fun but um, but sometimes we like to bring in people that are just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's what I want to do. Can we go to break first? And we got Jonathan Kite coming in. This dude, fucking talented. I dare anybody to fucking say he wasn't. He still would have moved on. You know why? Because he's that talented. Jonathan Kite. Uh, if you guys... Uh haven't heard of him, then you need to get that. He's always on Corolla. And if uh you want to follow him on Twitter, it's Jonathan Kite, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, Kite, K-I-T-E. And he'll be in in a couple of seconds. We'll be right back with Koi Pond. Hey, check this out, you guys. Podcast One has uh nothing but great, great personalities hosting great, great podcast, And one of them just happens to be pro wrestling Hall of Famer and action movie star, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or you call him Steve Austin. That's right, Steve Austin, man. This guy is everything. So go, go to Podcast One and listen to one of the greatest wrestlers of our generation. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right, Steve Austin on Podcast One. You're welcome. Uh We're back with the Koi Pond, and um first of all, I want to say hi to Chris Laksamana, Hey, Joe. He's here. Jay, Loxy! So um, yeah, we're, we're happy when we see you. <laughs> we don't get you as much as we used to, but we love it when you do come in. I tried to come in early, but I had, I had the stomach flu, man. Yeah, 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 is man. Whatever a- excuse you, yeah. you want. Know I mean? Say whatever it is you want to fucking say to be late. But uh, yeah, stomach flu. Yeah, stomach flu is always a good reason. Uh, we're back with Jonathan Kite, you guys. This dude is hysterical. You've been on uh, Corolla numerous times. Uh, Corolla favorite. And that's hard. That's hard to be a Corolla favorite. I want everyone to know that. Corolla, you know that. Chris, you're not even a Corolla favorite. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates me. It, no, he does. He loves you. I'm joking. No, but uh, yeah, it is, it's tough. It is tough, man. And when he has his handful of favorites, bro, he was, I, was, I was happy when I got
4: it. He uh, He's a, a great guy because I grew up listening to Loveline.
0: Yeah, oh my god, yeah, bro. So
4: it was really uh, a thrill. Well, it, don't show? you
0: think that was like
4: ahead of its time? I feel like yeah, love absolutely. line. Oh my god.
0: Love line and then um the man show. I felt like those two were just like ahead mm-hmm. of its time. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't supposed to be for that era but that's the perfect spot for it to be. Yeah. Like love line, like there's never going to be a love line not like there's, that, not like the not brutal like, honesty. No. I remember yeah. you know how questions. good it was.
4: Yeah, and they gave great advice and it was super entertaining yeah. without being like gimmicky. Yeah. Right. And so I I feel like there's cuz I think a lot of times when something comes after it you're sort of trying to replicate it or you know the like the internet or all the stuff that's available out there it's sort of it's everything is influencing but yeah. they didn't really have anything. Yes. They were the, kind of their own thing.
0: They were their own thing. Yeah.
4: You're right. That's what I love the most. What what inspired
0: you to get into it? Like, did you already know you were like already talented? Yes, that's obvious, right? Like you knew already that I'm going to get in to this business doing what I do. Or did you know you had talent, but you were like, which
4: angle do I go? I had um, I was so crap at everything growing up. <laughs> yeah, me too. And um, <laughs> and so. I got really lucky because I went to school where they had a great um, fine arts program. Like even junior high and stuff, there it was really in the curriculum. And so I decided to go into acting, and then when I would always wanted to do stand up, and then I, I, I got a television show which was awesome, and we already knew we were coming back second season. What's the show? It was called Two Broke Girls. No. Oh, Two Broke Girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we were on, we, we, but it was awesome because you know when you, for actors you never know when your next job is going to come. Yeah, yeah. But we knew that the show was doing well, so that we had a second season. So I had a summer off. So uh-huh. I said I always wanted to try stand up, so I used that summer to start writing and getting out there and doing nice. stand-up. Yeah. So
0: how long were you acting before you landed the, the big gig?
4: Before oh. you landed Too Broke? How long? How, long? how many
0: auditions? A million. <laughs> I mean... <a> million. <laughs> Do you hear that? You fucking hear that? Dude, it No, was... you, can, you don't even have to finish the word million.
4: Million. That's how many fucking auditions, you guys. That's how tired I was of those auditions. I couldn't get through the word. I know you're <laughs> feeling, man. Yeah, millions. I mean, the thing is, and that's the thing is you never know, because the part that I got was written for a guy who was 20 years older than me, So and it was for a Ukrainian chef. (laughs) And so, like, you never know. You just have to go in and do whatever you can do. Wait, did you go in for a Ukrainian chef? Yeah. I grew up my hair. I used to have really short hair. Was it a description with with accent? Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. So I got... They... I had known the casting director was a friend of mine and she brought me in and she said, you know, there's probably no chance but you should come in and meet everybody Mm because, you know, those pilot auditions, they take forever. They take months, you know? And so I started growing my hair out. They
0: fucking do, Forever, dude. I was like the Count
4: of Monte Cristo in in prison, the whole, when it was done. And like I had, uh, my beard just kept growing and so by the time I tested for it, I looked like a totally different dude than what I was when I first went in. Unbelievable. And so, yeah, you had to do the accent and they wanted a guy who was, you know, I think in his fifties. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. So you just never know. And you had to sell it. You had to sell it. Yeah. They didn't, it, when I went in for Warner brothers, uh-huh. I don't think they knew I was American yeah. because, um, Whitney Cummings was one, is one of the creators of the show uh-huh. and, um, Michael Patrick King from sex in the city. And Whitney was like, don't talk with an American accent.
3: Jesus. Just go in
4: there, and I dressed like the guy that I wanted. Yeah. So I wore like an undershirt with, that was sleeveless, and I stained it with mustard, and I put on um, I put on uh, these like really weird um, like um, this is for the studio test. This was for the yeah, this was for the original audition because I was like, there's no way I'm gonna. Wait get a it. minute, are you serious? <laughs> I swear to you, and I wore a hairnet. Wow, be- because you I, went in full character yeah. for the original <laughs> fucking yeah.
0: audition. You deserve the part. I well, go in with sweats and my glasses. <laughs> but maybe they're
4: like we like it now with sweats and glasses. That's the thing they a lot of times they I don't know, know what they're looking so for. It's so weird. It's so weird. Cuz you look at what they the breakdown, you know how it is like they give a description, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then you see who gets it. Like I went in for a ton of stuff this pilot season yeah. and then obviously It didn't go, some things went my way, some things didn't, but you see who got it and you go, oh, that wasn't the description at all. So the thing Mm. is, I believe, especially in something that's at that early stage, you can convince them Yeah. if they go, oh, we like our idea, but what you're bringing to it is so unique, I think we can do something here. And I think that that's maybe, I don't know. Because I was like, I got to do something. Because everybody else who was there, like John Lovitz, auditioned. A lot of no guys. Doubt. There was for the, your for your yes. part. Yes, and he was in the uh, initial. I don't know what you know they had i'd seen people there but i was the youngest guy give me by give me years. one line from uh from uh, a scene uh from two broke girls just uh, give me one line so my beth bears who played uh, caroline channing she was mm-hmm. one of the girls she would come in and there was a, we worked at a diner and mm-hmm. somebody was choking okay. and i was the chef in the back and she was like oh, what do you do to stop people from choking and i appeared in the pickup window and i said i just back up a few inches <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line.
0: Yeah, it's good. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. do it one more time. This is your line, and I'm going to show you what uh, John Lovett's reading the line. You ready? You do yours. I just back up a few inches. I just back up a few inches.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they,
4: they wouldn't be able to be like, we need to cu- cut that down. We need okay. are like, that in speed. One more time. Go for it. Um, how do you stop someone from choking? I just back up a few inches. <laughs> They're like, we're over time. <laughs> My
0: dick! My dick! My dick! That's
4: fun. I don't, I don't know. They had like, you know, they didn't know. They don't know what they, they could because you have to think when you're in that waiting room, it's not like there wasn't like 10, you know, white guys with sleepy eyes yeah. like me. So it's like, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs>
0: never in the description.
4: <laughs> They're never just like, That'll if,
0: never be in the description, What if an Jonathan?
4: owl was a person? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you
0: gotta <anybody laughs> look like that.
4: <laughs> you any owl Wait, people?
0: And, and Jonathan walks out, Wait, I didn't even get the owl part? <laughs> yeah, there's a guy somehow with
4: like bigger eyes. <laughs> Big like, eyes? That <laughs> owl
0: is wide awake.
4: There's just a basset hound that books the part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, <laughs> sleepy, sad mother... Um, so you don't... So when when I go in, a lot of times there's. it looks like, um, like a a UN casting call. That's funny. They say that there's one, and now, obviously, with the diversity push, they really don't know what they want. They have ideas and stuff, so Mm -hmm. you just gotta go in. So the one way that I thought I could do it is um, I I could maybe look a little bit more like you know what they were sort of maybe yeah. and that idea and mm-hmm. then but i wasn't going to you know like i wasn't going to put on an old age make i wasn't going to like benjamin button myself yeah. in there so i just um but i do look older with longer hair and a beard mm. and so i thought that might help out a little bit you Isn't know that crazy yeah. it really is that hard bro yeah
0: People don't understand how hard
4: it is to get these auditions in and, and then book it, you know. No, it's like one, and then you gotta think for a show like that, which by the way, Whitney and Michael, Patrick King, that is a huge show for CBS, Warner Brothers. Yeah. I mean, they must have seen a ton of people for all those parts. Yeah. And then you think, you know, no matter what it took like that's why I always respect people that yeah. are working because y- you know you have no idea what went yep. into getting that part that's why and, and then when you see these actors and
0: actresses walking around it, you can only respect their game man yeah because yeah. that's their life bro they literally go in with the, with the mind thought like I'm going in yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not coming out
3: well, I think being around the industry you figure that out like like, yo it's not that easy and so when you see yeah. an actor who was in something and then they, they're on a break for a while and yeah. you're, like, you're like well what happened to them and now in the industry you know they're just not working it's hard they didn't fall off now. It's no. just hard. It's, it's hard, hard to, to book. This.
1: Yeah. I love that it took, it it probably did take a million. Cause let me ask you a question. Like if yeah. it was 900, 999,099.9 yeah. 9 times, yeah. do you think you'd have done that same? Would you have gone at it the same so way? I did
4: it. So the first thing I really booked in LA was, um, I booked this, uh, this Cox communication, um, you know, like the cable provider commercial mm-hmm. and they wanted a caveman and, um, and uh, a buddy of mine auditioned and he was like there's three parts they're like a caveman and they talk about how like dial-up was was you know you need to evolve i think was the whole campaign or something i don't even think it made it to air so there were like three parts there was like a business guy a guy in a mail room and a caveman and i showed up to the audition and i had really long hair at the time yeah and i showed up to the audition in like normal clothes and when i got in the room I, like, took off my shirt, and I had on these ripped jeans, Uh and I went, like, I went apeshit. I went crazy in the room, and they had a bucket of chicken, and I'm, I remember I was jumping off the walls, and I was just, like, you know, trying to, like, figure stuff out, and I went ham. And I I remember that I booked the part, and they wound up cutting the mailroom guy because they wound up doing another scene with me just going crazy. Wow, and so the wow. truth is, like, because at the end of the day, like, you think of Cavemen, and the Geico people were really big back then, you know? Yeah. And, like, those commercials, and they were even doing a, a, a sitcom at the time. But I thought to myself, like, well, they, that's just a guy in makeup. I mean, Ooh, obviously, mm-hmm. those are talented people. I'm not taking that away. But if, But I would have to show them that if they wanted to do anything physical, they're not just going to assume that I can do that. Yeah. So yeah. you have to, like, really put it out there because the perception of like jokey cavemen on tv was normal was people already, just yeah. in makeup so it's like okay well i don't have that makeup so i can just show them to the best of my ability that yeah. i'm a hairy motherfucker exactly that's exactly right that's a, that's one thing you can't
0: get taught too man
4: is instinct mm-hmm. and trust commitment yeah. You commitment yeah oh, it man. doesn't always work i mean sometimes i'll go in there and, and i'll i'll Do stuff to to the you know the best of my ability and sort of like really push the envelope. And the truth is that sometimes it just doesn't go my way. And then Mm -hmm. I'll maybe see it later, and they go, "Oh, they wanted something really subtle." Or you know, I mean, I for that, I mean, I do subtle stuff too. But it's just that that I knew in my mind, I thought, well, that's going to help book that, Mm, you know. But I have to sort of break it down because I think that there's an idea. There's a box, and at the end of the day, they want you to push the edges of that box mm, right. because I think a lot of people go, I'll stay in the middle, and I'll be safe, mm-hmm. and I'll go, oh, well, at least they won't think I'm bad mm-hmm. or something, but at the end of the day, I think like you have to sort of push – as far as you can on the edges of that box, without going over it, because once you sort of go over it, they go, yeah. "Oh, that was great, but it's not really what we're looking for,
3: yeah,
4: and so I try to like f- not figure out what they want, but figure out what I can do and sort of service the thing that they're looking you know and,
3: and is that something that you learned over over time with auditions with the number of auditions that you've done is that something that you've kind of like honed in on I like, mean
4: when I went, I went to university for this okay. I mean
3: and so you sort
4: of get to try a lot and 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 fail really hard and mm-hmm. then sort of see it because I think when you go do something out here a lot of times and I don't know if you have this experience a lot of times you don't know why you didn't get it mm-hmm. like they just go oh it doesn't work out we wanted a black guy or mm-hmm. like whatever you know mm-hmm. and so you sort of have to figure that out but at university they're they're not putting putting anything into they're not you're not booking the job i mean you, you do plays and stuff but when you when you're in those small rooms with a professor and you're just sort of figuring out your technique you're sort of training your instinct mm-hmm. Ooh, to, to be gotcha. like as good as you can be so as when you walk out of that room you go yeah man maybe they wanted it, they wound up going with a woman I, you know because i auditioned for something this year where they went through a ton of people and then they were like no nah, we don't want a guy We now want this part to be female. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, it had nothing to do, you know, unless I was Bruce Jenner in that situation, I couldn't, like, fix Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) And so at the end of the day, like you have to go in because at the end of it, if you start second guessing your instinct, yeah. then you're screwed. Cause they actually hire you for your instinct. Like yeah. two Girls was on six years, 138 episodes. Yeah. They're trying to figure out a lot of times people go like, Oh, I'm just trying to book this job, but that's not what it's about. They're trying to figure out if you can help carry a series yeah, yeah, yeah. for as long as you can go. And I don't think, I'm not saying people don't think that way, but that's like a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. You have to think like that. Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah man. They're not trying to think like, Oh, I'll, let's, See if we can get through this one pilot. Fingers yeah, crossed. Let's right. like, <laughs> get this robot and just feed it lines. <laughs> yeah. no, they want, right. they
0: like, "What can he do
4: even funnier than the lines yes. on the page?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. and how, can you do it for a long period yeah. of time? Yeah, exactly. And like, what is the longevity? And are you going to have like? Because you know, there's a lot of guys with tricks and stuff like that who do stuff, but it's you know, but like, what are your what are your instincts telling you? Like, are you going to run out of tricks, or like, can you come up with more bits? Mm-hmm. It's like how sketch shows audition people. You know, you do like five impressions or whatever. Because I actually the first time. I ever was aware of you mm-hmm. was I auditioned for your sketch show. Oh, shit. So this is why I wanted to do, like, when I got offered, with someone's like, would you want to come on and do this? And uh-huh. I was like, fuck yes, because oh, nice. I want to tell you you are the reason that I do impressions. What? Which wow. I've never said publicly to anybody ever. This is like the first time it's ever come out, ever. That's You're doing my Comedy Central pilot. There was... There, yes. My, yes. Yeah, I had and a so, sketch show pilot with Comedy yes, Central. That's right. That and, was a long time ago. Yes, it was. Oh, and they wow, asked Jonathan. Me, they asked me if I could do impressions, and and, um, and I was like, and I guess, I don't know if... Was I, I in enough. the room? You were not in the room. Mm. You did not care enough to show up. No, <laughs> no,
2: no, 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 no. I was on the road! No, no, no,
4: I'm, I'm kidding you, I'm kidding you. Um, they're like, doesn't he have FaceTime? they like, he does, but he doesn't, he just doesn't care. And they just kept saying that, and I was like, all oh, right, he, nah, and and I I show, he, doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't care about Jonathan Kite, and I still didn't get it. Um, no, no, but the thing was, like, I'll tell you what it was crazy about it was because um they asked me, I could do a lot of accents and stuff you know and um i had done impressions but nobody current like i, I used to say that i could do like my branson missouri five uh-huh. so like people that you know like i could do christopher walken bill cosby like old there's a film star named peter laurie um and then uh tim gunn from project runway uh-huh. and uh, brad garrett from everybody loves raymond and um but that's a good one there's where yeah. and i love i'm a huge like the thing is about when you do somebody... That's a hard one, by the way. Brad Gary, very nice. That's yeah, so it. good. Do <laughs> it again, do it again, do it again. I'm Brad. I go, everybody loves Raymond. Nobody loves Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, okay. But I I loved it. I, and my bit with him was that because um, I guess he got into an argument with TMZ and uh-huh. so they weren't like covering his career. Okay, and so he like I did him like doing a, a, a breaking news of like he goes I'm doing crazy stuff TMZ come by you know the gay code is 1911 you're not gonna need it it's gonna be open and him just like asking TMZ <laughs> to come back and cover the crazy antics of Brad Garrett. <laughs> but um, like but I but I remember I went in for that show and they they just asked my management or casting or whoever was like can he do improv. And my manager was like, yeah, but he didn't tell them that they were, like, people that you would never want to yeah, use on obscure. the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so it's funny. like, you know the chancellor of, um, of, uh, of, of Prussia – he crushes it Trust <laughs> me <laughs> he, 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 he crushed It's spot on, it's spot on. <laughs> Well, I did. I used to do a bit About an impressionist Who like Only did people That you That he would like You couldn't do them yeah. And so he would do Snoopy From uh, from Charlie Brown Hilarious And then the dad Like it was in a bar mitzvah scene It was like a, One of the sketches I wrote But anyway but um, And he did Abraham Lincoln Was his <laughs> last one and That's then what uh, he closed uh, with Yeah he closed with Lincoln Because Lincoln really had <laughs> A high <laughs> voice And like the whole bit was That yeah. Lincoln came back Through yeah. a time machine It uh. was like
0: Who says I don't talk like that. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. And the only thing that sells the character is that he has to put a top hat on. That's right. Yeah. And it,
4: the beard sucks. It's yeah, like yeah, hanging yeah. off. It's, just hanging it's, it's, it's hooked onto the yeah, ears. He, that's funny, Like man. old glasses that like oh, Ebony's a scrooge And he goes, I freed
0: the slaves.
4: <laughs> and then that, that, he just said like random stuff. It's like, score. But he didn't know any of it. Also. You
0: know you're a bad impersonator when you have to like <laughs> say who you're impersonating yeah. in your voice like, hey everyone, Abraham Lincoln here.
4: Well, that's <laughs> you know, a of, that's a lot of the impressions, like when people like they'll and do walk-ins. Tom Cruise, right? Sunglasses. Like your impression can't be a prop, bro. Yeah, yeah. It can't be just you just being like yeah yeah exactly so that's so I, but you they, they didn't they didn't know and they were like at the end they were like diversity and um like i think i can play a lot of colors of the rainbow yeah. like you know but but i i thought like for the for me they were just like just do whatever you can do and go in there and i did characters and they go well we like your impressions but who do you do that's like current and today and in my mind i swear to you this is true I go, oh, I'll have time, because they, they seem to like me. So what I just said about the pilots, it takes a long time to do these yeah. pilots. And when they cast this stuff, it could take months and months. months. So I was like, I could do Vince Vaughn, Barack Obama, and uh, Nicolas Cage. And and I, I could not do those impressions. <laughs> you just threw those out there. I'm going to tell you <laughs> for real. Hilarious! So what happened was, so they go, awesome, the callback is Monday. And I, this was Friday afternoon. Oh, that's so and funny. And I went... This Monday, yeah. because I know guys who had like audition for SNL and Mad TV and all that stuff, and they were like, "Oh man, you got forever." You know, you send in a tape, and if they like you, they're gonna call you. Yeah. But this was like the, a callback is Monday. That's so funny. And I was with my management company new, yeah. and so I started to freak out because I go, "Oh my God, I'm gonna come back and I don't do these." So I stayed in my room, locked the door. And I watched um, Fred Claus for Vince Vaughn. Uh-huh. I watched every Obama speech that was available. And I must have I watched uh, um, Con Air like 50 times yeah. that weekend. Well, that's, it a was good, that's, a good, that's a good that's binge. binge. That's sure. a good binge. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I sat there. It was a great weekend, by the yeah. way. It was, just, it was just like, you know, that's how I spent my free time. It just happened that I had yeah. an Sounds like my weekend on yeah. the road. <laughs> and you're like, I wasn't even in prayer. And the thing is, for me, like, I was like, uh, maybe I can do this because I could learn accents pretty fast, and I just had to listen to them over and over and over. And I came back Monday morning, and I did those impressions. That's so cool. And that's how I started. And obviously, the, the more that story is, I didn't get the show, but um, and that's what I'm here about. <laughs> no, 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 but but it really like um, it really put me in a position where I then knew that if I had worked on stuff that yeah. I could do it in, in terms of impressions. That's badass, bro. Yeah. I wish I was there.
0: It was I, I crazy. Sat, I
4: sat. I sat in like the the callbacks, and uh, you were, you did the callback, but was it in New York or L A? It was L A. Damn, it dude. was L A. Man, it was. And I remember just coming coming That's... back and and trying to do. Uh, I I did like I remember Vince Vaughn talked about the Cubs, yeah, and um, or there was maybe a conversation with Vince Vaughn and and and, and Obama, and I just remember um, Nicholas Cage. Oh. My Nicolas Cage was a uh, Nicolas Cage auditioning for Peter Pan. Do it. Because I'm like, the older he got, he kept auditioning for like younger dudes. <laughs> like when he was Johnny Blaze. <laughs> Remember, he was Johnny <laughs> Blaze, <laughs> yeah. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> that dude is like 17. <laughs> How is sexy in the description for this guy? <laughs> or that they-, or they-, they were like sexy and someone's like, damn it, get me, Cage.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah. Speed dial. But you know what's crazy is when Johnny Blaze, when he's a kid and he has like all the trauma and then he becomes. Ghost Rider. the guy that they use, I'm like, why did they use that dude? That guy's the right age, and they were trying to pretend that that guy was like 16. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, that guy had a rough two years. Oh, the guy that was playing the younger. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm <laughs> like, they how, how many just wars did it? he just come back from? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing. And, and here's the thing: I, I always um, because I get this question about uh, about like, because I do political impression and stuff like that. But I love the, I love Vince Vaughn, I love Nick's Kay- Nick Cage, and I love Obama. So that was the cool thing for me. Even though I have like fun about about uh, Nicholas Cage, I really like him, and I have all of his movies and stuff. You know, yeah. I just thought that that was something that I'd never seen talked about on there. And so, like, the thing was was coming up with the bits too. Yeah, you, you had, had to, to write the bits because you guys were a sketch show, so yeah. it wasn't like I could just come in there and just be like, "Hey, this is Nicholas Cage. How are you?" Now you have to that, say the name. You that's know, what I mean, So people knew who I was. That's and, good. Um, <laughs> thanks, but he's ah ah. But it was him being like, you know, he was like it was like Tinkerbell dying. Yeah. And then he was like, you have to fucking clap your hands. <laughs> and it was just him like beating his hands together. Because <laughs> he makes every moment intense, even saving fairies. But Dude, um, I,
0: I mean, I'm, that makes me sad. I wish oh, that man, show would have happened, I'm man. here now.
4: Wait, so t- I, you know, I never found out. So you guys, well, it was, it was the Jokoi sketch yeah, show. Was Is that what Jo-Coy it was called? Shit. Yeah, uh, it was just the project. But it
0: was, uh, that was uh, 11 years, 10 years ago? Yeah, man, it was a lot. It was, uh, I think it was and my longer whole, than my that. My whole pitch, my whole pitch to come Central, because they gave me the deal, right? And and I was like, I want to do a sketch show, but I want the sketch show to look like America, like, I want a diverse crew. I remember that they said yeah. that. I go, I want an Indian actress. I want a, I want a, I want a black actor. I want a Latino. I want a, I want an Asian. Like, I want it to look like America. Like, yeah. that was like, when it comes on TV, I want everybody in middle America that has other ethnicities go, hey, totally. That's me. Yeah. Somebody yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I get yeah. to
4: watch TV. Totally.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what I wanted. And, and, that was the push, dude, and damn, it well, didn't that's thing it was ahead
4: of its time. Because think about now, I know what you think about. It's the same thing where people are. It's not that it's catching up, but it's like there's more yeah, with there. all the streaming options and stuff like that. Yeah, networks are tough because I remember when
0: I they only it, looked at it for like thirty minutes after we shot. They gave me the full on pilot deal too. I shot it. Went we shot it and everything. Did you shoot it here in New York? Yeah, we shot it in L. A. And, and it, it, they were like – They looked at it for 30 minutes and they were like, uh yeah, we're going to pass.
4: <laughs> did they?
2: <laughs> I was like, really?
4: Did they go through? Did they know what you guys were shooting? Because I did a show with um, that we did on Fox that was uh, like essentially – it was like a Jamie Foxx sketch show. Yeah. And um, I remember the, the network was like super involved. It was for yeah. Fox. And so – I remember the hype on that. They knew – like what we were doing it wasn't like it wasn't like they just showed up and were like nope you know so they were sort of they
0: were every sketch man that i wrote was
3: ripped to fucking shreds man they were like oh
0: yeah can we make this one blah 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 and make this one a little more blah? I'm like, so yeah. the network was
3: involved through the whole process and then they watched the no thing they the came in and-
0: they came in during the writing process okay so while uh, we were writing
3: it and
4: did they have a say who you guys cast
0: yeah, they, they were, it was heavy, man. Like, I, I, I was only in for the final audition, basically. Oh, so, like, the wow. last callback. So, like, the, I guess, the, the network callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was, yeah. like, all of us in the room, and I, and I sat in the corner, and, and you know, I, I gave, like, my yay or nay. Uh-huh. That was crazy, man.
4: That was, that's crazy. And I the truth was, they-, they Oh, I had, sat in some of the LA auditions, too. Some, not all of them. Well, they, I don't even know, to be- like I remember that stage of it, and then I just think that they were like it's not moving forward, or that's what they, they say. It again, you don't know why, you don't know, and so I thought they they'll take because they did say diverse sketch show, and yeah. I said maybe they maybe they already have a white guy, or, yeah, because that's the one that. I wanted a Ukraine guy. I remember asking for a Ukraine guy. I showed up in a hairnet for your audition. I was like, man, if this guy had mustard
0: on his shirt, I'd take him. Dude, I
4: kept just wearing the hairnet. I'm like, someone's going to cast me. (laughs) Thank God two brokers understood me. This is such a cool story, Jonathan. It's true, though. It's 100%. And and, and the funny thing is that you never know, like, the, the... because like sometimes you know, people go, damn, I didn't get the job. Mm. And, or they beat themselves up over it yeah. or whatever. And the truth was, like even with the Jamie show, which I went in for the first time, I didn't get that one. And then yeah. they called me midway through rehearsal. And they were like, hey, man, can you do Steven Seagal? Mm. And I told them yes and I couldn't do Steven Seagal. And uh, I watched Steven Seagal for a weekend. For a weekend. <laughs> that was, that, that's like another, that's like my 80s movie. I'm mean, like, yeah. here we go again. Yeah. And, and then, and then I did uh, and they freeze on your, freeze on and then your, it on it your face. And there's just credits. Yeah,
0: I could do that impersonation. Oh, Moy canceled. Okay. So,
4: <laughs> this is a montage of me yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just doing Steven Seagal faces yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. But then, but, But but now you know with that type of but there was there you know in that situation I got in there but it it all started there and it was because I I said like you know I didn't beat myself up over it I thought because I think in you know that was the other thing that we learned um, where I went to school. It's like, you don't know, man. And so stop, be, you know, if you beat yourself up over this thing, you may not even see what this thing is. Hell yeah, so. man. That's a, that's
0: what I preach all the damn time, man. Don't ever let anything knock you down. And don't ever yeah. let anybody say you're not good at something. Because that's what people think when they don't get an audition. They, yeah, think, yeah. they think literally three people are in the room, and when the door closes, they're just laughing at you. Yeah, that's they're like, like, geez, some geez, actors are like, what the fuck <laughs> was that yeah. waste of time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: You just hear as the door closes. Yeah. Boo!
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they high fives, Yeah, man, we embarrassed
4: another one. There <laughs> go- think we got that on tape? There wasn't even film in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But they, but you don't know, and like but you can't you think, think like know. that, man. Yeah. Yeah. You so, can't I,
0: think like that. And even if they did think like that, you can't fucking
4: you can't believe
0: what they say. And by the
4: way, they're not always the 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 thing is they don't have absolute. Uh, power because you think about how many times you've seen something on there and you go, Oh, you could appreciate that that person got that job, but then it doesn't go. Yeah. Because people go, You're not right for that thing. And so it just didn't work out. And yeah. so you you know that that's the every now and then like you know you're like oh it could have been me or you know and things work out but if you can't play that game your whole life you don't know why that person got it. No,
1: I yeah. like the game that you said, man. You're training your instincts. That's yeah, the way I look that. at. it. Yeah. you go yeah. in there, man. That's you have to do. instincts. Ooh, I'm that's you.
4: that's what you guys need to write
0: down. If yep. you're listening to this right now, write down train your instincts, and you can use that for anything. Anything. Um, anything. No. <laughs> you don't have to be an actor to use that in life. Use that for whatever it is that you're doing trust your fucking instincts your instincts is a power bro absolutely God gives you a power instinct he, he knows you're like, it's in there it's up to you to make that right decision well, the training
3: yeah. becomes it's the trust though you have to trust your yeah, instincts absolutely. Your like, yep. like you get that feeling in your gut it's you, telling you something you felt that about people you felt it about situations yes. you know when to get out of a yes. uh, place when something yeah. something's about to go down yes. yes. you ever
0: get that feeling and continue doing it yes. and then it ends up bad because yep. your fucking stomach told you it was <laughs> bad
4: <laughs> and then you're like let's see let's wait this out <laughs> so
0: goddamn yeah, true.
3: spoiler alert it don't end well it doesn't work out that's so damn
4: true bro but that's you know and and the biggest thing about this is that you you'll get another opportunity if you stick with it long enough you know that's the cool thing about our business that um it's not like all right that's it pack your shit go yeah, home yeah man yeah you yeah know, man and I yeah. think people forget that
3: especially now like you said with, oh, with so many God. Media, media outlets now, now Damn. with so many outlets there's opportunities
4: Yeah everywhere. back then yeah. it's so funny like you um, cuz I my old manager we used to you know he'd been doing it for a long time and you know I remember him going oh yeah we used to call actors and be like, we have auditions because yeah. there was no internet. Yeah, and so like you know, back then I could you know, you think about how it used to be. So even if you if you if there's like a fear that builds up, or you go, oh, I'm not getting it, you go, it's better now than it ever has been before. Yeah. And I don't think people realize that. Can mm-hmm. you
3: imagine waiting for a call oh, on know. a rotary phone? I was oh. going to say and a payphone. <laughs> a payphone.
0: <laughs> who, who who do you know with a payphone? I have a payphone story. You Do you know who, really? Yeah. Well, I, it's just, it's somebody I, I know about. It, it uh, I mean, it, it's a famous actor that did it. It was Michael J. Fox. His story about waiting for uh, the facts of life, uh, uh, the, the callback for facts of life. I didn't know okay. that. He, yeah, he, he he lived in an apartment with no phone, and the payphone right downstairs on the street was his payphone for callbacks. And he would fucking wait for callbacks for, wow. for that phone, and that's how he got facts of life. Wow! Can you believe that? No. Can you fucking believe that? The not greatest, of one of the greatest, uh, com- not facts of life, no, not facts of life. Oh, um, I'm so stupid. Family uh, ties, family, family, family ties, ties. Oh. Family, ties. Yeah. Yeah. family
4: ties. That's how he got family ties. That's how he got. Fa- that's how he got facts of life and turned it down. <laughs> yeah. <'cause> family ties. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you believe that one of our greatest comedic I know. actors, so amazing, waiting by a payphone on the street. But imagine
3: <laughs> this: imagine finding out later that you missed the phone call. Oh shit! I
4: mean, that is oh, <laughs>
0: because the dude was because the dude that was on the. phone phone, was pretending to talk to someone because he was crazy.
4: Or because, yeah, he didn't like, he it was like crazy. <laughs> oh my god, dude. You know how many, you know how many lunatics cost people their, their yes. livelihood? Because he's pretending to take a real phone call. A guy just keeps trying to get quarters out of it. You're uh, like, you're not going to get the quarterback here. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, the thing was, there's a story, and I don't know, I mean, I, there's it's been retold so many times, but with Eddie Murphy, with getting Saturday Night Live. What? You know, that he was on a pay phone and that he did part of his audition on a payphone. Yeah. In the middle of Manhattan as a yeah. 19-year-old kid. Wow. Really? Yeah, that was like a I mean You can look at it two ways, uh, on that story. You can look at
0: it this way, like, God damn, the struggle's real. Real. He had to get his audition on a on a payphone. Or you could be like, motherfucker was that talented. They auditioned on a <laughs> payphone. Well, that's what
4: they said. That he <laughs> They said, we don't even need to see him. We yeah, don't you don't need to see, to see yeah. that shit. You saw
0: stars and money come through that fucking
4: phone, like, God damn, who is this guy? <laughs> this guy's famous enough for radio.
0: Hey, he's on the subway, he's doing Jay's radio In a motherfucking hot tub. (laughs) Bring him in now, Jewish Gumby. Who is this motherfucker?
4: (laughs) It's a He, he, I mean, he had it
0: from the get-go, get-go, man. But yeah, that's why when you see like uh, struggle and and when oh no,
4: when people say they struggle, it's like yo, you're not struggling enough. You are struggling, but you can get through it. I I watched, uh, I watched. um Spider-Man 3 the other yeah. day. Okay. And Toby M- or uh, Peter Parker played by Tobey Maguire, he his character has a payphone. That movie came out in 2007. That's yeah. funny. And I'm like, is was that like a throwback movie or I mean <laughs> what <no>. was
0: 2007? <laughs> what, what, what was the what, what what was the phone? What was our technology? We, we had cell phones. phones. Well, we had yeah. cell phones, but well, which one? I was it razor, still razor. the flip We Razer flip phones? So the Razor was big. Yeah. But there's
4: like no cell phones in that movie. but, but was it a timepiece then? No, were that's they, what was I'm saying. It? I don't know. But it, I mean, it didn't feel that way because they, they didn't Cause look they dress, like. They dressed yeah, like, dress well, normal. We dr- yeah, yeah. yeah. And it didn't look like. I hate movies that
0: fuck with your mind like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it. Like, God damn it. You know, like when we What's the one uh, that we love? Dope. Was it Dope? The, the movie. The yeah. one that yeah, took. Dope. Dope, oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, that fucking confused me. It's oh, like, okay, are, we, yeah. are we in the
4: 90s? Or are we in 2010? What is this? But they, I thought they, they did a pretty good job of Dope. No, Making what I'm bit, saying is yeah, that
0: yeah. the P, like, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, am I still in 1990? Right. Is this, like, because the music and all yeah. that, the fashion, but yet it wasn't. Like, I couldn't get it. And then yeah. uh, uh, what's the other one that, that threw me off? The Pulp Fiction fucking threw me off, man, with the, the way they were dressing and, like, yeah, the music. I what Like, what, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's going on? I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, cell phones are a good barometer. Yeah, the, but see, but the, but then what you're saying about Spider-Man uh, 3. You no, know, like, I'm saying so
4: I don't, so I, I'm just guessing that they, that, that, uh, that they were like, he's poor. Yeah. So he has to use a cell phone or a payphone. What was in his apartment building? Yeah, where yeah. did he it? It was in the it? hallway yeah. of his apartment
0: building. Yeah. I was
4: like, what year is that? Right. Yeah. What do you stick in a payphone?
0: What the fuck do you? But I don't even have quarters anymore. (laughs) Back in the day, back in the day, I used to have a handful of quarters, man. I don't have. Yo, I barely have
4: cash on me. No, but that's why all those parking meters take credit cards. Yes, exactly. I don't have quarters. Like who the fuck has a a sack of nickels, (laughs) bro?
0: bro, Anyone that owns a payphone company, you are literally catering to a very thin uh, group of people. Super Super right, yeah, like. Like the, like the, whoever is in charge of the payphone company is like, yo, there is a group of people that still have pockets of change. We need to get that. No one has change. What was the last time you dug a quarter out of your pocket? I, Never. It's, it's been
3: you a know.
4: While. You know who those people are now. They own Coin Stars. Yeah. Yo CoinStars is the shit yeah. they, They're they like What do you do with that Sock full of dimes Oh my god You go to CoinStars. You go to Coin and They take 20% Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> They're like the new agents But no uh, no jobs out of it <laughs>
0: Coin Stars is like Winning a slot machine Every
4: time But what do they But what are the percentage do you,
0: What do they take You out? give You give I, Okay I, I you go know. right to the register Uh, It's usually at a supermarket Right yeah. Is it like okay, CDS, so right when, Yeah No it's like It's like more depressing It's more depressing It's like Ralph's yeah. like like everyone's buying like $1,000 worth of groceries, and here you are with a sock full of nickels and pennies. But I had You're, just to like, to die. You're just trying to buy bills. Yeah, yeah. I just want hard cash, right? And, uh, and by the way, your quarters are like it, – it's like 67 pounds, and you get like 26 bucks. And uh, I used to do it, bro. I used to do that, man. When, when little Joe, when he was yeah. like maybe a year, bro, we used to go to CoinStars all the time. We would rummage up so many goddamn coins and nickels yeah. and shit. We're not do even they joking. Charge?
3: Do you know what the charge? Is it?
0: I, it was like ten percent or something like that, or fifteen percent, something mm. or twenty. It was like twenty uh, okay. percent. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, now I think about it it is twenty yeah.
3: percent. That's now a I lot. Think
0: about it. Yeah, it was like man, you could have twenty five, but these motherfuckers took five. <laughs>
3: you know what I mean? Because it's twenty five percent. Yeah, you, you kind of could have just walked over to the register and paid for your groceries with the coins.
0: But no, that's back in the day <laughs> where they humiliate you. They were like, no. No, you had to buy something too. They weren't opening it. You know what I mean? Like, pack of gum. You're trying, like, hey, uh,. I'll buy this pack of gum, but do you mind turning this shit into cash? <laughs> uh, and then you're that and then you return the gum? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because they don't trust you by the way. No. So they can't trust your words, so they gotta I don't trust the no, God the God. God. They gotta, they gotta humiliate it. you and they fucking count the pennies by twos, like two, four, six, eight, ten. Would you trust somebody who came in with a pillowcase full of quarters? No.
3: Absolutely no. not. No,
0: absolutely not. And even no. when the roll, you can't trust them, man. You know what I mean like some well, people you know come over as a bank
4: won't take just uh, coins. Rolled? No, you have to roll them they'll give you the paper Yeah they'll give you the rolled paper <laughs> Really?
3: My grandmother yeah, used to do that. She roll used to the quarters. Roll, yeah, pennies, the whole nine yards, man. Bro, if yeah. I did that, every roll would be short one quarter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what are you, the mafia? You can just tell by the weight. I think hey, they, they, they 10 do 10 do weigh it. They, they weigh do them. weigh it, huh? I they think they weigh on them on Yeah. Stop.
3: Yeah, seriously. Uh,
0: yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Who has time for weighing quarters? Wells Fargo. No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh shit, dude! Yeah, they're, they're mine, I I I came in with all the coins. And they're like, no, here, here's rolling papers. That's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's some zippies. <laughs> go in there and uh, blunts or coins. Whatever you're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> we're
0: taking loose nothing. Dude, you were fun, Jonathan.
4: Thanks, man. That was
0: good, man. God damn it! See how fast these go. I hate it. Why do they have to go so fast? Jonathan, who is your inspirations? What, I mean, do you consider yourself uh, um, uh, an impersonator? Or, no, or, or, I mean, I do
4: it on the side. You know, to be honest with you, I, uh, I when I first started doing stand-up, I did a lot of impressions because I think that people were convinced that I was the Ukrainian guy from Two Broke Girls. That's because, hysterical. So when I went on the road... You know, they were like, um, I would come out there without the accent, and that would, f- I think, kind of people would f- not freak them out, but they would be really surprised. Yeah. And so I said, No, Where no. Where
0: are I, you an actor, motherfucker? Right. Yeah. You lied to us. You lied to us all these seasons? <laughs> we want all our money back. Where's the mustard on your shirt, dickhead? I'm like, somebody
4: give me mustard. <laughs> yeah, is this better? <laughs> do you love me now, America? <laughs> come on. So we, you know, so I would do some of those, and, and, and I. And I, had, I already had them because I, you know, a lot of the personal stuff people didn't, not that they didn't want to hear about my personal stuff, but the show was so successful and so big. People wanted to hear stories about the show. Nice. They, they were expecting when I did it, you know, the first club I ever played was, um, was a uh, comedy zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Exactly where that's. Yeah. At. yeah. And yeah. so I went in there and I remember like doing a little bit about the show and then talking about other stuff, but you could tell people were just kind of like, no, tell us more about two broker. So I was like coming up with stuff, yeah. you know, and, and and then they, then it's sort of you know not that I ran out of stories because we had so many of them, but it was also like I was trying to do stand up as a departure from Two Broke Girls, so I yeah. didn't want to like I didn't want to go out there and then also do Two Broke Girls stuff. So the impressions really helped because it was sort of in the same vein sonically of yeah. being like oh he's doing a voice and there's a thing that goes with it. Yeah. and then as that stand up sort of you know evolved for me, I really got rid of that stuff. Yeah, and then every I'll do like micro impressions now, like I did um. I'll do like, you know, like Tom Hanks doing this or Nicolas Cage doing that. And yeah. they're just short, you yeah. know? And then so people kind of go, oh, well, we got that. Yeah. Or like, he did that for us. That's cool. And then I could tell them real stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'll do like three micro impressions in a row. And mm-hmm. then i like, Ooh. and then over an hour or an hour and a half, I'll do, you know, like blocks of three, maybe like four of them. So you'll get 12 impressions or nice. something. And so people kind of go, oh, and then when I do, you know, stuff like this or, you know, when you do all, oh, I've got to do all the press for those things, you know, you get on and what are morning radio guys, Are you're, you know, you go to those small towns or uh. big cities and they kind of go like, well, all right, man, we got uh, you know, we got Liam Neeson in the studio. Yeah, the yeah, yeah.
0: And you're Can you do a station ID as <laughs> Bill Cosby That's from right. prison? Yeah. Hey, everyone, you're listening to Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> this is Power World. <laughs> <laughs> this is Power Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> <This> is <somewhere laughs> to yeah, you know to love these guys,
4: they're a kook. And, like, yeah, come see my show. Yeah, come see my show. I'll do more of those. But that's what it is. So, like, you, and then, and then, so then I had to figure out, like, how to do the impressions that people were like, you're on morning radio, you got to get people, they don't know what you sound like because of the show. So, how could I do that? Because then I would do the impressions exclusively on the air and then i'd go to the stand-up show at night and people were like oh you did impressions all morning so i thought that's what you were going to do and you yeah. kind of go no so that you know it, it was like a it's a, been a weird a very cool but it's been a weird journey of trying to just navigate my way through to yeah, figure that out
0: process is fun man
4: i love that process yeah
0: it, it's weird but it, it's it's fun man because you you've really learned and and, and figure yourself out oh my you know i mean like yeah. I, I remember when i first started uh uh touring you know as yeah. a headliner. And, uh, and I remember uh, when uh, the hour special came out, mm-hmm. and I was done. Because I remember going, I can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. I'm like, it's got to retire. And I really had to dig deep into my soul wow. and try and figure out a new hour. You know what I mean? And, he, and I mean, I could have still done it, but then I, I wouldn't yeah. have felt good about myself, right, you know, right. and I know people wouldn't have laughed it ho- as hard. You but know what also, I mean?
4: it's about building, um, you know, a f- like for me, it was building a following, and if people thought that they were going to see the same stuff every time, they'd yeah. only come back once. Exactly. Yeah, Because exactly. it's like, you know, somebody like Seinfeld, who says that he does the greatest hits, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because he's been doing it for so long, and he has jokes that people show up to see. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, it's like going to see Aerosmith. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, the new Stuff, but also Dream On, please. Yeah. And um, you know, yeah, no one ever gets tired of hearing that. That last yeah, note. Dude no look one. look like a lady. What the fuck? Come yes, on, Stephen Tyler. I got a new one. Day, I dude. got a new one called uh, Two Thousand Eighteen. New one? New one. I'll listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, man. Do the Armageddon theme song. Yeah, I can stay away. We'll help you. Hurry Just up! Just to hear you. Um, but that's the truth. Like you're. We'll lead fun. you into it. Let's go. Bro. Hey, you have your own mic. I brought one. We're doing a new <laughs> way. Hey, hey, I got, yeah, you got <laughs> an amplifier. This, walk this way, come, come on! Butter.
0: I want both versions to walk this way. Bring Run DMC yeah, <laughs> motherfucker!
4: <laughs> I'll play up. You're holding it up like you're say anything. This is what we're yeah.
0: doing, Tyler.
4: Hey, I don't know these people behind me, but I'm pretty sure they want same. Shit out! <laughs> Ride right, everyone! And we're just
0: like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mob with yeah, Frankenstein. <laughs> That's a good character, man. But it's true. That's a fucking good character. We we heckle the 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 headlining the rockers. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck them, dude. Welcome to California, what the fuck? Pumpkin!
4: Ten <laughs> times in a row! You're leaving? What? I don't think I so! I don't think so, motherfucker! <laughs> That's love, the thing about people you hear that. Like, you know, like uh, my... Uh, my cousin who's a musician just he, oh, they, his band opened for Beck yeah and you know they, Beck just has so many hits your brother you know? my cousin your cousin yeah. uh, opens for well open for Beck no, yeah he's in a band called The Voids uh, nice. with Julian Casablancas, who was the lead singer of The Strokes who nice. is the lead singer of The Strokes they have a new album coming out. but anyway um, and I asked him every time when they go on the road I'm like does Beck do the hits they yeah. were just on the road with him and he's like yeah because there's like obviously a lot of music fans there but you know Beck is so I mean he's famous for many reasons yeah. but he got radio hits yeah. And people show up, you know, and it's like That's I was thinking about to it. Hear, That's bro. what the, a lot of people want to hear that. Yeah. And there's like music guys that are like, "No, we want to hear the stuff that nobody wants to hear." Yeah, exactly. No. And you're like, no. "No, when you have radio
3: hits, you don't get out of the venue without nah. playing those. It's uh-huh. going to be a riot." Oh my yet. god, I see, yeah.
4: I remember I saw Elton John in uh, in in Vegas the million dollar piano show, and I can't remember what the last song was, but I, it was something like it was either Levon or it was like Yellowbrook Road, and I remember I was there and I was just like it was, it was like waiting for your like to it's like, like you're alone at soccer practice and yeah. everyone else has been picked up, yeah. And you're just waiting for your dad to show up, and you're like, yeah. Come on, man, you gotta play league. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so so true. True. And then he does it, and you're like. I know you love me, Dad. I know yeah, you love yeah. me, Dad. All right. I know. It took you some time. There's some <laughs> trying get you, man, buddy. Man. And he's leave on, and we're just like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know,
0: but it's true. Bro, it's so true when they do their fake encores, and I love it though. Oh, I dude. fall for it every time, me too, because you know the one song. Come on, come on. He's man. not leaving. He's
4: like, good night, everyone, and, and we're like, like oh, no, oh, you're not, not good night. <laughs> come on. And it's, it, but you know, it's so it's it's one of those things with jokes that I'm not a. St- like that, I don't have because um, I remember when I first luck. I mean, I was so lucky. The first guy I ever opened for was Pablo Francisco, mm-hmm. and you know he does that. Um, he did a, uh, the a little Tortilla Boy bit, you yeah. know, at the end, which was like you know mega for him. Yeah. And when when I when I did shows with him, people would yell out Tortilla Boy, Tortilla Boy, yeah. And he didn't do it, and yeah. not because he was like fuck you. He was just kind of like I need to be moving the you of know course. moving the chains and stuff. And so until you know until you're, I, I think I'm at like that level. Of like uh, the legendary Seinfeld, you know where people are really coming out for those things consistently. Like I really feel the same way. I got to keep pushing, keep digging, yeah. pull out stuff because it, it trains that. I muscle. just don't do it, and I, if they
0: yell yeah. all my shit the whole show. I just won't do it. Yeah. I, I I literally write so much, God damn it! I have to. It's just it's me. I I and even if I do like give in and finally do the one joke that they they've been wanting. It, it won't, I can't deliver it the same it's way. It's always man. a
3: viridi- uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's always, it's always a different, a different version of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: right. It's not the one they remember. Nah, nah. I yeah. mean, I'll give them, I'll give them something, yeah. but it's a, it's a slice of life. It's yeah. different. Yeah. But I, I,
4: I always got to change. It. I did I, it's, it one it's time. Me. I did it one time. I did a G, I used to do a GPS joke. Uh-huh. Cause I was trying to figure out about it. Cause I would do impressions, but then everything was like too inside baseball. Cause I, you know, mm-hmm. you talk about Hollywood and then people, maybe in the middle of the country, would be like, we don't know what you're talking about. Like, we get the guy you're doing, but we don't understand the situation. Situation, yeah. so I was like GPS, and I remember like there was a lot of different voices. So I did, I was like, you know, you could choose the voice on it, and I used to do this whole bit about, you know, about celebrity GPSs, and I did um Al Pacino yeah. as a GPS, and then I retired it. I did, I hadn't done it for years.
3: <laughs> I already love the, the setup. I'd, about, love, I'd, what, I'd love to hear that. He
4: would stress you out <laughs> just being like, all right, turn left, you know. <laughs> And he would just be out there, you know, and he was just like, "God
2: damn!" And he's just yeah. screaming at you
4: in your car, right? And so I do the impression, whatever, and and then I hadn't done it in a very, very long time. And yeah. then I was at Laugh Factory, actually, here in Hollywood. Uh-huh. And this guy in the front row—I mean, he wasn't rude, but he was like, "Do Al Pacino, GPS! And it wasn't—I wasn't even like doing impressions. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. talking about like whatever, something else, you know. And he was like, "Do Al." Pacino, and I looked at him, and I was like, "This isn't." And I—I I turned to him, and I was like, "Dude, do you, do you think stand-up comedy is like choose your own adventure?" Yeah. I was like, you know, why would I do that? And he goes, come on. He goes, can you please? I, I'm here. My drove my, my girlfriend and I are here because we heard you do it and we came to the show <laughs> hoping you would do it. What and they no were in the fun. front row, and his girlfriend and him were just like, hi, can you do Al Pacino? <laughs> oh, my so, God. And it was like, packed. So I was like, all right, did you guys? And they're like, we promised. I literally, we came to see if you would do that thing. So I was like, all right. And then I, I, I actually pulled the audience and I'm like, yeah. if the audience wants to hear it, I'll do it. And I was like, do you guys want to hear Al Pacino do the whole GPS thing? And then they were, they were on board. So I was yeah. like, all right, well, then thank this audience because yeah. then I'll do it. Yeah. So then I did it. It was the only time i've ever taken like requests and because the only other <laughs> time i'll do it is i'll be like can you guys um name an impression i'll see if i can do it so that's what i would do for the audience oh that's cool and then i remember that was that that is so nerve-wracking because you never really know yeah. if it's going to go well or not and um my god <laughs> it was it, it was that turn coming. left, <laughs> turn left. <laughs> All right, and all then, right. But then you don't. It doesn't update you fast enough. Yeah. So it's like, make a goddamn list. <laughs> just like screaming at <laughs> That's you. <funny>. Oh, rerouting. <laughs> Turn back around. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> just, you know, and everyone knows who Bacino is and everyone knows a GPS. So it's like, it works in middle America. Dude, that's
0: awesome, man. I love our, our road. That's what I love about this business, man. As long as you stay on the same path, man, you keep going forward and just put on those side flaps. You know what I mean? Don't worry about what's going on on, on your right side, your left side. Just stay focused on your fucking path that's right. things will happen bro yeah. and that's great man i'm glad our journey brought us here dude me too man this to is tell crazy these stories, yeah. bro. to
4: meet you after all these years that's so funny god bless you jonathan Thanks, kite man.
0: jonathan kite on the koi pond uh go to his website it's uh is it it's jonathankite.com no, no, it's official oh, Jonathan okay.
4: Kite. Jonathan Kite is a guy who lives in England who's an energy healer. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck he's had. Guy. Fuck that energy. Fuck that guy. He has had that website since the beginning of websites. Fuck <laughs> him. Since, and it was like, and I, I, I emailed him one time to be like, yo, man, could I get this out? Uh, and then he was asking for like 10 grand. And I it would says, like uh, 10 grand. It, it, it's coming soon, is what it says. No. Well, it he's never not, came. He, it never came. He's not an fuck energy him. healer at all. No, no it's my like God. He's an energy a Oh, that wow. is hilarious. That's what I should have said. And thanks for nothing, you son of a bitch. And, um, and so, uh, official Jonathan Kite, and then my Instagram is at Jonathan Kite. And I'm doing a podcast with my cousin that I just talked about called Kites of the Round Table. Oh, I love it. We're going to be on iTunes, and um, all the information is on Instagram and Twitter. Dude, and, you're a talented person, Kite. man. God bless you. Thank you so much for having me man.
0: Uh, yo, like I said, man, that's that journey, you guys. Stay on path, stay focused. And just stay positive, man. Always. That negative shit will just kill you. You know what I mean? It kills you from the inside. It kills everything around you. I love you guys. Stay motivated. Bye. She would tell me stories how she used to hang on Queen Street. I thought, well, that's ironic because she looked royal. But I pay no mind because she was acting like she needs me. I thought I had no time so I would make her way. Yeah. Now who'd have thought that she would walk away from me? Sleeping on her now, I'm wide awake. Damn, I miss the days when she would say she needs me. If
2: I had the time with you again, I would like to be way more than friends. Girl, if you give me.